What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, aka Farnsworth. You can hit us up on Twitter at CFF Nation, on the Twitters, the Twitter sphere, the Twitter world at CFF Nation. And I am joined by my co host, my man, 100 Grand. Owens, what's going on, man? What up, what up, what up? You ready to kick this thing off? Let's do it. All right, guys, we got a great, great episode for you today. Got a lot of great things lined up. Had a great week of college football, great week of college fantasy football also. Uh, that being said, man, let's, let's, let's get into some college football news. Uh, week two is over. On to week three. Mm-hmm. But before we get into week three, let's recap the action that was week two, man. Had a lot of great games going on, a couple big games, marquee matchups, top 25 matchups. Right. Some people showed up, some people didn't. <laughs> Texas AM and Clemson comes to mind first. Right. Man, it doesn't look like Clemson. Or uh, excuse me, A and M is ready for the big stage. I know they got a lot of press. Was highly touted during the off season, right? Uh, like you know, Jimbo Fisher's working his magic with Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond had the situation at SEC Media Day where he said he was the best quarterback in the SEC. <laughs> he did say um, that. It just didn't look like it in that game. so maybe 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 hey maybe we get to see it later on in the year they still have alabama and lsu to play uh maybe we get to see it then but we didn't see it in that game clemson looked sharp right um well i'll i'll say this they look like the better team not necessarily sharp right 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 then what you what you what you think about that game man uh, going into the game, I'm looking into looking at that game before they even started. Um, I figured that Clemson was going to dominate dominate the game, anyways. Um, I didn't think it was going to be like it was last year, a you know two point game. Um, I just don't think Texas A&M is on Clemson's level. Uh, Clemson just have too many. Uh, athletes across the board. I mean, way more superior athletes across the board. So on the offense and defensive sides of the ball. That is true, man. It looked like Clemson had a, uh, they had, they had some, you know, something to look forward to this year. You know, they thought all, all, all season about, you know, what Kellen Ron was able to do last year in the passing game how he lit them up for like 400 yards, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, I think I think they were focused in this game, and they had some incentive looking back at that game. And so, you know, they had a little bit of extra to think about going into this game. And you saw that from Jump, man. They just – you saw the tilt, like you just stated, in, oh, yeah. in athleticism and, and skill. Now, of course, Texas A&M recruits well. They're in Texas down there in College Station, so they're down there in a, you know, hotbed as far as talent. So they can get some talent, man. They can get some guys. Oh yeah. But it just looks like Jimbo is he 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 doesn't have the guys there, just 
just yet. I'll say that just yet. And I think right. it's going to be hard, man, because he's in that SEC West. Right. And then they're playing people like Clemson in the non-conference, which, I mean, it's good for us because we want to watch it. But then, you know, what does that do for them? You yeah. know, I mean, because you can kind of chalk up some more losses in that conference. <laughs> you know, you got Alabama there. You got LSU throwing a ball all over the field. Now you got to be concerned about them. And then you got those cross-conference matchups that, you know, they're not easy either. So, you know, well, A&M, it just wasn't a good weekend for them. Well, Army I, versus Michigan. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Well, I was going to say um, A&M, they need to find another Johnny Menzel in, in order to, um, you know, to be on that level. <laughs> I don't know if there's another Johnny Menzel alive, man. Well, I mean, they had Kyler Murray and turned him loose. So, I mean, they, they just got to. Yeah, you know, it was <laughs> <laughs> that was your boy Kevin Assumblin, which is why he's out of there, and he's right. over there in Arizona. <laughs> it took him all of a few games of the 2018 season to tear Khalil Tate up. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you see why Kyler Murray got out of there. Right, right. Anyway. But Army Army versus Michigan, man. Army, uh, man, those, those boys, man, they're not the biggest. They're not the fastest and the most skilled, but they are extremely disciplined. Mm. And man, and just the reports from people that have played them say in the trenches, you get beat up. The way they play football with their triple option, man, they make you do what you don't want to do. They make you do, you know what I mean? Yes. Things that are uncomfortable to you. Yes. They're extremely disciplined, man. And they just, I mean, just coming from the reports, from people that have played them, they just whoop you up front. And, you know, we being Sooner fans, we thought that game last year was just, what in the world is going on? Right. Why is OU going into <clears throat> overtime with Army? Then you let the year play out and you see how good Army was. Yes. And so we're looking at this game like, Michigan, you slow down. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not triple option team that you can just line up and, and stop. And you know what I mean? This is a different kind of football it's a team. Different kind of team, man. They Them boys, man, not only beat you up in the trenches, man. They control that clock, man. Like your, your offensive possessions are so limited. You have to make sure that you take complete advantage of every opportunity that you get on offense because like I said they on they're gonna run half the clock or half the quarter out, you know, on one yeah. drive. <laughs> like, yeah. That's because they three, four, five yards you to death. You know what I mean? Four mm-hmm. yards here, three yards here, five yards here. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you just on the field and you look up and there's two minutes left in the quarter. You're like, good gosh. Yes. And they're just working you over the whole game. And so Michigan needed two overtimes to come out with the win. And actually Army <laughs> Army had that game, man. They were they were they were up and then they turned that ball over right. down there in the red zone. It kind of let Michigan back in it, man. Right. But, I mean and and OU experienced a similar thing yes, yes, last they year. Yes, they did. Over overtime, man, mm-hmm. with these guys. Mm-hmm. Army is no hey man, Army Army's gonna beat up on some people this year. I know they oh, have yeah. a harder schedule this year than they had last year. Kelvin Hopkins Jr. is running that option. I mean, 
Yeah, probably probably the best that he could be ran right now, man. The right. guy's the guy's very very good as far as running the option, man. Another great game, man. Texas and LSU. Yes, sir. What you think, man? Um, <clears throat> I know all the hype was uh, on that game this past weekend. Game day was there, uh, but. I I went to that game. I'm thinking, man, LSU gonna beat Texas tail, man. I just I just felt like LSU just was the better team, uh, and they proved that they were. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, Texas, you know, kept it close, um, but you can see the LSU. I mean, they every time they got the ball, man, pretty much they scored. Um, but, you know, in that kind of a game, you know, if your defense can get a stop here and there, I mean, you're going to win the game. But uh, they, they just got more stops than Texas did, and um, they pulled it off. But I don't look at it as an upset. I just – I figured that LSU was going to win in the first place. Right. I, <clears throat> I I picked LSU to win it too. But actually, man, to be honest, it was closer than I thought. Like you said, I thought that they were going to blow Texas out. Um I hate to say this, and I'm going to have to wash my mouth out after I say this. Uh-oh. Sam Ellinger is better than I thought. For I him have to, to agree with you. <laughs> man, for him to do what he did, you know, LSU is always packing a good defense. Right. They don't have anything else. They got a good defense and a nice run game, and neither one of them showed up in that game. You know, they had to throw the ball all over the field to stay away from Texas, which was shocking to me, man, because I just mm-hmm. didn't I just didn't see Ellinger as that good of a passer. But evidently the guy has developed as a passer. He had some guys make right. some plays. He also right. had some LSU defenders not show up and, you know, look like kind of look like OU out there, letting guys catch stuff and, you know, run guys run wide open. Uh, yeah, I was very, very shocked at that game, man. Um, the outcome of it, what Ellinger was able to do, 460 total yards of offense and five total touchdowns mm. against one of the – what is sought to be or what is what is looked at as being one of the better defenses in the country. Right. And, and LSU themselves, you know – they're boasting uh, one of the one of the best receiving cores in the in the, in, in the country. You know they look good enough to rival any team in the country as far as a receiving group with the three right. guys that they threw out there. Or so, you know it was uh, pretty much catching everything from oh uh, Joe Burrow. And I understand right. um, Orgeron talked about how much they would throw the ball. And, you know, you kind of look and say, eh, well, I don't know, man. This is LSU. This is, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you say, I'll believe it when I see it. I kind of believe right. it now. Because they got you some got, guys, man. Man, oh, oh, Terrence Marshall Jr., six catches for 123 and one. You got mm-hmm. uh, Jamar Chase, eight catches for 147. And you got Justin Jefferson with nine catches, 163 and three. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even even though Clyde Hilaire caught four Clyde. balls at the backfield. <laughs> Clyde. Clyde. Oh, Clyde. 
You gotta say it with some gruff in your voice. You got that old school <laughs> name, Clyde, L- L- Larry, Larry. <laughs> oh, Clyde. Oh, Clyde. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, great wide receiving core, man. Great wide receiving core. Um, Emery. Dude, <laughs> I just, I guess the guy that's just, I don't know, man. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> North Carolina and Miami, the Fighting Mac Browns. Dude, 2-0. 2-0. Oh, Mac listened to the podcast, man, last time, man. Cause, it you know, looked, it he, looked like it. Gave that ball to Javante Williams like I told him to. It sounded like he was listening to my boy. Listening. Man. Thank Mac, you, Mac Brown. Appreciate it. Mac, if you're listening, uh, don't give Javante the ball in week nine. <laughs> Since you're listening. Him. Feed him week nine, especially week nine. Uh, uh, we need Mike Carter and Antonio Williams <laughs> and Sam Howell, all of them running that sucker. <laughs> we don't need any of that going on in week nine. <laughs> but anyways, man, the fighting Mac Browns, man, they got Mac Brown dancing and shaking his butt. He happy. Uh, last week he was crying. This week he's shaking crying his butt. Last week. <laughs> yeah. They got Mac on an emotional roller coaster, man. What are you gonna do next week? Man, he better as long as he give that ball to Javante Williams, he he be all right. You don't care what he do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Say you can cry, shake your butt, roll around <laughs> on the field. I don't care. <laughs> but what you do, give him the ball. <laughs> I heard that, man. Check it, man. Washington versus Cal. That was a, that was another good game, man. Uh, some yes. type of delay on that game, man. That was a late game. Yeah, I fell a, delay. Yeah, I fell asleep on the couch, and uh, Jamie let me. Actually, she woke me up and said, you know, I'm going to bed, and I was half asleep when she said that, and I went back to sleep. I woke up, and that game was like – it was like – Almost 2 o'clock in the morning, and they were still in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. I was like, what in the world is mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. But, Cal, we had talked about that Cal defense, and, and that was one of your sits last week, which hit, was, which yes, was it, money. Yes, it was. Jacob Eason, you, you, you told the guys to sit him, and there was a guy in our league that did not listen. Uh-oh. He played Jacob Eason and got beat. <laughs> got thumped because yeah, Eason he was gave, playing me. Yeah, he got he was playing you. I guess he thought that you was probably saying that because you wanted him to take him. No, man. Yeah. No, we gotta we have a broader audience to talk to than just one right. person, one individual. Right. And had he listened, his score would have looked better. He still would have got thumped, but his score would have looked even better, man. But Jacob Eason, man, just did not look the same, didn't look like the mm-hmm. same guy. And, of course, mm-hmm. Kyle has a great secondary, man. They've got a great secondary. Right. I wasn't surprised at all about that game, <clears throat> at all right. about that game. It's an ugly, ugly game, very, very ugly game, which is what those teams are going to do. You know what I mean? Right. Both of them play great defense. Kyle doesn't have a great offense. Uh, Garbers sometimes you could, his name could be Chase Garbage, the way he mm-hmm. plays sometimes. But he yes, had a he had a he had a decent game, and he had a 
decent drive to win the game. He hit some key throws in that game to get his team mm-hmm. in field position to in a field goal position to kick the field goal to win the game. Uh, right. Cal was unranked, upset the ranked number fourteen in the country. Chris Peterson and his Washington Huskies and your boy Salvan Ahmed or Ahmed, mm-hmm. however you say it. Oh, man. Knocked them off, man. Knocked them off. Right. I was actually watching that game. Uh, dozed up, went to sleep, woke up, and uh, I started watching that game. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I got to see it because um, two great defenses, you know, in the Pac-12 and – you know, I was I was wanting to see what Easton was going to do. You know, um, because of his you know, high output last week, and I picked him as a sit, so I wanted to make sure I was right. You know, which I was. Um, but you know, I was. I also wanted to see Ahmed. You know, if they was going to get that butter ball. <laughs> you know, last week, you know, they what he had ten carries maybe, um, but. He got his carries and, and did pretty good against that Cal defense. So he did happy produce. About that. He did produce. I was shocked. Oregon and Nevada, man. Nevada coming off that win last week against Purdue. A huge win, man. A huge victory in a week one over Purdue, man, where they came back in the fashion that they did and come out there and just got thumped by Oregon. <laughs> 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 just got drove, man. Ran off the field, man. <laughs> Herbert in the game. Justin Herbert's in the game looking like Heisman Trophy winner. 19 of 26, 310 and five TDs. Just mm. picking guys mm. out the stand to throw a touchdown pass to. It was that bad, man. What is up man. with your man, Jay Norvell, and that high-flying offense that we saw in week one and Carson Strong and all those receivers? I guess Oregon was mad and thought that Nevada was Auburn. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they got to take it out on somebody. Right. Yeah, they looked at them like, you know, this is this is Auburn. Yeah, we're going to do y'all what we should have did last week and let y'all skate by. <laughs> so they thumping them like they <laughs> <laughs> like they wanted it. You know what I mean? They still had that bitter taste in them out from that loss. They led the whole game and let them come back. In the final. 76. 77 to yeah. 6, man. That is a that is a beat down, especially when you look at the <laughs> caliber of team that everybody was looking at Nevada to be when they beat Purdue like that. You're looking at Nevada like, okay, right. Nevada's a pretty decent team, man. They got some playmakers. You know, they got the strong kid, and they got those receivers, Cooks and Dubs, and, you know, Tua mm-hmm, back there mm-hmm. in the backfield. They got Fossum running around in the slot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oregon was saying, okay, so what? We don't care about none of that. And they didn't, man. 77 to man. 6, beat down. Every time every time Nevada, they drop a play, Oregon come over there and snatch the paper up, <laughs> snatch it out their hand, ball it up, throw it in the trash, to tell them, nope, 
And they right drop another one. They ball it up and put it in their mouth and chew it and spit it out. And tell them no. Nothing's working. Nothing working. It reminds me. Yeah. No. It reminds me of the Punisher, man. Know that scene where the Russian, John Travolta says, "Call the Russian." The Russian comes and he's just kicking his butt, man. Everything he tried, nothing worked. He, he, <laughs> he tried to throw a grenade. He hit the sucker back at him with the crowbar. <laughs> he tried to pull the gun out. He smashed, bent the nose of the gun up, man. Nothing worked. <laughs> he just kicked his butt all over the house. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. That was Nevada last week. <laughs> yeah, Nevada was the Punisher, and Oregon was the Russian. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Let's hit some. Let's hit some news, man. Let's see what's going on out here in these streets, man. You got Terry Wilson out with the season-ending knee injury. In comes Sawyer Smith. That was the guy who replaced Caleb Barker last year. That uh-huh. Troy, man, this guy is just a injury, injured guy replacement, man. He replaced Caleb Barker last year, uh-huh. Troy, when he ended uh, the season with an injury. And now he transfers to Kentucky. And the same thing, not the same thing, but a similar situation happens to Terry Wilson. He comes in the game, tosses two TDs against Eastern Michigan, man. Are you looking at Sawyer Smith or are you just – Man, I checked him out, you know, and, um, you know, to come in a game like he did and, and throw them two touchdowns, man, he wasn't bad uh, as far as his percentages either. So, I mean, uh, hey, man. Uh, no, nah, he wasn't bad at I know all. The, I know the uh, competition level, I mean, is this, you know. Well, Eastern not- Michigan is – they're not the caliber. Of course, they're not the caliber of team that they'll be playing in the SEC. But also, right. it's not it's not somebody you just. They're not they're they're not going to Oregon Nevada those guys. Mike Glass the third. Mike Glass the third mm-hmm. is, is is a pretty good quarterback man. Even though he yes, wasn't he as efficient as he normally is, and you you know you really can't look for him to be against a team. Oh, excuse me, a team that's as well coached as Kentucky. But uh, Sawyer Smith, yeah, he came in five for nine, seventy six, and two TDs, man. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, two TDs. Yeah, the right. guy can. I think the I guy. Can't wait. Go ahead. I can't wait to see what he do next week. Um, right. Uh, with a full with a full game, you know. Well, so. he's got some. He's got a better opponent next week. They've got Florida. This, yes. this week, you mean this week? This week, yeah, yes. they've they've got Florida on the slate this week because I've got a, uh, I've got my guy, uh, uh, AJ Rose. I'm I'm gonna have to pull him. I'm gonna have to sit him yep. down. So mm-hmm. you know, even, I mean, it's at home, but still, Florida's got a good defense, and I know, um, my guy uh, Benny Snell Jr. lit Florida up last year, but AJ Rose is not Snell Jr. And so right. I'm going to have to pull him for that game, man. Tony Sanchez, man, head coach at UNLV. The guy hinted the other day that there may be need for a quarterback battle <laughs> after Armani Rogers stunk it up against Arkansas State. Ooh, he did. Woo. Eight for 23, 42 yards and a pick. He's still throwing incompletions right now. Right now. <laughs> 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 
Incomplete by yeah, I just heard the ref say incomplete pass by Rogers. He's still yes. incomplete. He woke up incomplete. His his breakfast Oof. was incomplete. 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 His, his wardrobe was incomplete. He's missing something. Man. Missing a sock or something, a belt. Something was incomplete about him. <laughs> All day today, he threw so many doggone incomplete. <laughs> Eight for 23, 42 yards. Listen, Amani Rogers better get his act together because I've got Charles Williams and I don't need him messing up that stop. So, I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's going to help if the other guy comes in, you know what I mean? If it helps, I'm all for it. But I don't need him messing stuff up right now. I'm trying to win a championship. I've got Charles Williams in both leagues. So, I don't need him doing what he did. I mean, if if Oblad or whatever his name is going to come in there and do I mean, he came in three for three, 70 yards and a touchdown. Hey, right, man, right. you might want to look at a quarterback competition, especially if, you know, uh, Rodgers' QBR was 4.6. Man, you know? listen, if I'm a, if I'm a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this game, man, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, okay, you play UNLV next week and Rodgers is starting. Mm-hmm. I'm taking I'm taking uh I'm taking Charles Williams away. I'm gonna make Armani Rogers beat me. Because mm-hmm. I mean I'm looking at all them completions. I'm saying, uh, <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> make your defense look good. <laughs> I get all happy about this. Oh yeah, we take this running game away, we coming out of here with a win because uh Rogers stink. Look like it. So Yeah. Whew. It do look man. like it, man. Back to Clyde. Oh, Clyde. Mm-hmm. Clyde, that was hilarious, man. Seems to be holding on to this job, man. He's holding his own after everybody thought the true freshman would have taken over by now. John Emory Jr. came in with all the hype. We saw clips right. on Twitter of what this guy was doing in camp. The guy has legitimate 4-4 speed. But, oh, Clyde. Clyde. Holding his own. Holding his own, man, fending off the freshman. I don't think the freshman got on the field Saturday. I didn't didn't watch the whole game. I just kind of clicked back and forth. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if the freshman got on the field at all. I didn't see him. Did you? I mean, did you see anything? I I didn't see him. I didn't didn't see him at all. Um, I mean, I see because the guy I was playing, mm-hmm. the guy I was playing in our league, he had old Clyde in the game. I'm thinking, you know, Clyde ain't gonna do nothing against Texas. Yeah, yeah. Prove me wrong. He sure did. 15 carries, 87 yards, and a TD. Uh, the next, right. I mean, the closest person to him as far as carries was Joe Burrow. He had nine carries. Uh, other right. than that, it wasn't even nothing worth talking about. So Clyde looks like he has submitted himself. As the guy, the go-to guy in that backfield. So all the guys that was drafting Emory early in in, yeah. in, in redraft leagues, I can understand the dynasty. Well, really can't understand the dynasty league because you could have waited. But redraft leagues, the guys that was taking him pretty early, man. Hey, man, they got to be kicking themselves right about now. Oh, God, oh, yeah. busting all kind of stuff up for him. <laughs> oh, Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> Dylan Gabriel, man, your guy, Brandon Winbush, is uh, 
Like he's uh, riding the pine right now. Dylan Gabriel, the true freshman, he seems to have sole control of the starting position, the quarterback position over there at UCF for the for the self-proclaimed what is it, 2017 national champs, Central Florida Knights. Brandon Winbush, man, I think Brandon Winbush stock has dropped tremendously. I think you got guys dropping him like a bad habit left and right. Oh, yeah. And Dylan Gabriel is somewhat, you know what I mean, the new girl in school right now. Everybody's running after him, and and for good reason. Dude look good, man. What you think? Right. Oh, yeah. He's clearly the better quarterback. Um, Talent-wise, I mean, arm, arm strength, I guess. Um, um, just his overall production. I mean, control of the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. I mean, just, man, Wimbush, I think he need to go do what old Francois did, man. Go down there and find him one of them little schools, man. <laughs> Win a job down there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hampton. They, uh, they need a, uh, yeah. him, and, him and Tate Martell. They, they all need a group chat. They, yes. need, they need a group chat and go figure out what they're going to do. They need, some one of them need to go to Western Carolina and Ford Ham and, you know, go, mm-hmm. go, look, go look at Charleston Southern, see what they look like, you know. See what they look like. Go down there and win that job down there. <laughs> But but when but still he's listen wherever he go he's still not gonna be able to pass that ball. You're right. If you can't throw the ball, if you can't throw it, you just if can't throw it. Don't care if you in high school. Listen, if he can't throw it. Florida, if he was inaccurate at Notre Dame, he gonna be inaccurate right. at Central Florida. It's not a school. Right. It's not a system. It's that dude. So it's it's that, no matter yeah, where man. he goes, man. But the freshman, seven or nineteen, just, just, forty-five and two. Mm-hmm. 719, 245, and two. Not the best stats in the world, but he's a true freshman. This is his first start. Right. You know, his percentage was a little bit off, but the 245 mm-hmm. and two on 19 attempts, I like that. Only seven completions. So he was getting that ball down the field, man. He was he was getting that ball. Of course, right. he, one of them went to Adrian Killings, and, you know, Adrian Killings got all the speed in the world. He took this for yes, 74 so. yards, so that'll help you, you know, the, the yards mm-hmm. per completion average tremendously. Right. That'll help tremendously. Man. <clears throat> Keaton Slovis, while right. we're talking about quarterbacks and first-time starts for freshmen, Keaton Slovis, man, quarterback for USC, his first start mm-hmm. replacing JT Daniels. Dude showed up and showed out on <clears throat> Yes, 28 he for 33, only missing five passes, which is the opposite of the aforementioned Dylan Gabriel, only missing five of passes, 33 attempts, man. 377 yards, three TDs against a good defensive stamp, Stanford. So this wasn't a right. fly-by-night right. type of game, man, where you just throw the dude in there and get his feet wet, let him get dirty. No, this was Stanford, right. man. This was a formidable opponent. This was a conference game. Stanford is never easy, you know, especially in their conference. David Shaw does an incredible job coaching those, coaching those smart kids up over there at Stanford, man. But this guy keeps always showed oh, yeah. up, man. You know what? That just that just um, it shows that the quarterback competition was a a real one. I mean, it was a true. Mm. 
mm-hmm. quarterback competition. Man, like um, it wasn't it wasn't like oh, it wasn't like Oklahoma, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and, and Riley saying, "Oh, this is, this is a quarterback battle. It's the closest quarterback battle we've ever seen." Nah, 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 nah. We all knew Hertz was going to get that job, but this shows me. Um, like I said, it was a true quarterback battle. He actually looked better than uh, JT Daniels did. Um, yeah, man. You know, Daniels. You know, Daniels last week. Daniels started off uh, really good. I mean, he was twelve for twelve, thirteen for fourteen, something like that. Um, I mean, early, and then it kind of <clears throat> got away from him a little later on in the game last week. But overall, for like the whole game, I mean, listen, Slovis. I mean, he looked way better than Daniels did, um, and he's. His his throws were more accurate, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it's just like he looked like he knows the system. And I mean, I thought it was going to be a drop off. You know, I kind of said it, but man, listen, they looked like they got right, better right, to me. Right. Um, yeah, man. And this game was the battle of the backups because you had the the opposing team going through the same situation, being without KJ Costello. You got Mills coming in. His first mm-hmm. start, he didn't look too mm-hmm. bad. He didn't look as good as Slovis did. Of course, he's running a completely different system, but he didn't look too bad himself. But Keaton Slovis, man, he may be somebody you need to put on your watch list. Or if you have a deep enough league, right. you may need to go and invite that guy in, occupy a bench spot, right. watching for a little bit. You know, maybe he'll, you know, become right. a uh, viable piece to a championship run in that right. wide open air raid offense of Graham Harrell's out there, man. But okay, <laughs> man, that does it for our news for right now, man. You ready to get into our CFF stuff, man? Our fantasy football stuff. Let's do it, man. We can start with it. the start and sit. You know, we do elite, an elite group of uh, one quarterback, one running back, and one wide receiver, and we also do an Excellent fantasy matchup. One quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver. We'll do our sits for the same positions and PAPs mm-hmm. for everybody who don't know what PAP is, is potential average performance. It's not a sit, but there's a potential for them to have an average performance. And so we'll do a quarterback, right. running back, and wide receiver <laughs> of the same. So I'll start this off, man. Uh, my elite quarterback, or from or my quarterback for the elite matchup, elite college fantasy football matchup, I'm going to go with Khalil Tate, man, versus Texas Tech. I think this game will be a shootout. Mm. I think uh, mm. Khalil Tate is uh, understanding the need to use his legs more because the pressure mm-hmm. of criticism concerning losing and all this kind of stuff, I think that stuff is starting to get to him. And it should, because the mm-hmm. guy is an exceptional talent. He's an exceptional athlete. He's not Joe Montana. So he doesn't need to be. You know, channel your inner Steve Young and run that football when you need yes. to. He's a better athlete than Steve Young, no doubt. But Khalil Tate, man, that's my elite quarterback matchup, fantasy matchup against Texas Tech. Mm. Uh, nice, nice. I think my elite quarterback, um, I'm going to go with Jacob Eason from Washington against mm. Hawaii. 
I think uh, I think Eason is going to uh, throw about five, six touchdown passes <laughs> against Hawaii next week. Okay. This week, uh, he's, he, he's mad because he didn't get to throw that many <laughs> against Cal. <laughs> I need my touchdown. Yeah, I need my touchdown coach. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna get about man, two games where I need about five or six of them. So <laughs> I think uh I think he gets that uh, this week I against Hawaii. It, man. I liked it, man. <laughs> my elite matchup for the running back position, man. I'm going with big two hundred and fifty pound AJ Dillon. Man, with those tree trunk mm. thighs, man. Mm. He looked pretty good last week. The guy was playing him in our league had him. He hit me up for 30 plus. I understood mm-hmm. that it was Richmond. I knew he was going to do, I actually thought he was going to do more, right. but he didn't. I think he saved some for less miles as boys in Kansas. So mm-hmm. AJ Dillon versus Kansas, I think he's going to light Kansas up and rip them a new one. I think they're having nightmares right yes. now about having to tackle that dude. That dude is a load to tackle. <laughs> so, hey, Jayhawks, get ready. <laughs> nice. Listen, <clears throat> my elite running back is going to be Benny LeMay against Ooh, UMass. Wee. Listen, listen. UMass let mm. Chico. Hey, man, hey, they put Pachico <laughs> on the map. <laughs> they, they put Pachico on the map. This dude running wild against UMass. <laughs> every, time, every, every time you look up, Pachico was chewing some field up and going to the end zone. Listen, man. Benny LeMay last week, Against Appalachian State. Now I, I, I'm thinking that uh, Appalachian State was going to slow him down. Was going, you know, pretty much tell him no. And, and yes, uh, 14 carries, 118 yards, was one of my sits, and I was wrong. Uh, right, man. The guy showed up. So I mean, I'm thinking if he did this against Appalachian State, he going to tear you mass up. So UMass, y'all get ready to get y'all a brand Ooh. new one this week. <laughs> From Benny LeMay. From Benny. Benny, Benny. <laughs> from from <laughs> Benny. Man, hey, every time you see somebody running against you, Bash, you man, man, it look like Pachico running against you. <laughs> it look like, hey, man, it look like Pachico, man, running against you. This is Pachico, y'all. Y'all last week. Okay, what y'all say? This is Pachico. <laughs> yes, I like that, man. I, I do, yeah. I'm glad I'm not playing him this week. Man, my elite wide receiver <laughs> fantasy matchup, man. I'm going with Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown, man, against BYU. I know BYU uh-huh. is a pretty decent defense. But, man, the Keaton Slovis kid, man, the dude looked good. Uh, Amon Ra had a couple touchdowns this past week, eight catches. I think, man, I think, I think this guy – has probably got more to him in this style of offense than 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 JT Daniels. So I think Amon Ra St. Brown, I think he's gonna have a big day against BYU, man. The Cougars. Rawr, I think he's gonna yeah, he's gonna, he gonna put up good numbers against the Cougars, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. 
think my elite wide receiver uh, for this week. I think I'm gonna go with Tylen Wallace against Tulsa. Man, I, he going. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wallace is going. Man, he going. Man, I can see him getting at least uh, 150 and two. I, know. I like it. Oh, Smoochie. Smoochie. Smoochie mm-hmm. Wallace. Mm-hmm. Let's transition Wallace. to our excellent man. Oh, excellent. My QB. My QB is Spencer Sanders versus Tulsa. So if you got Wallace, nice. Tylen Smoochie, Wallace is getting off. It's going to be mm-hmm. Spencer Sanders throwing him that sucker. Against T Town, right? They're right down the street from each other, so I think Spencer Sanders is going to get down <laughs> against T Town, man. I think he's going to do his thing. I think he's going to have a great day. Not too great because I got Chuba Hubbard, and he need to not forget how to hand that ball off. Spencer, you can do your thing. All you know, just don't forget how to hand that ball off. Right. <laughs> My um, excellent quarterback uh, this week, I think I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with old Sam Ellinger, man, oh against Rice. Oh, gosh, you have been infected. Uh, I, uh, I know, man. I, I don't I – don't, I don't, listen, I'm not – it hurt me to say this. But I think it would. I think it'll do some good for the podcast, you know, to, to show them that uh, we can actually mention some Texas really? guys' names, you know, and not be biased. On- <laughs> it has hurt me. It's hurt me to do this, but I'm gonna do it for the for the fans and for the you know for the for the listeners out there. But uh, Ellinger is gonna. Uh, <laughs> uh, Give give Rice, you know, all they want, and then some. Man, like you know, he's scoring now. He's gonna be scoring next week, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, they just not gonna be able to do nothing with him. I think he's sitting it uh, early, and he can sit at halftime if you want to. But I think he's gonna want a little bit more yeah. in the third quarter. So yeah, he's got but, a Heisman yeah. campaign to yeah. push. Man, my excellent oh, running yeah. back, man. Excellent fantasy matchup for a running back is Tony Jones Jr. against New Mexico. I think with the, mm, nice. with the injury, yeah, you got it. With the injury to uh to uh what's his name? Why am I forgetting this guy's name, man? Um, Jafar Armstrong. Armstrong. With the injury to Jafar Armstrong, yeah, Jafar. Oh. I think uh Tony Jones Jr. is going to run wild on New Mexico all up, you know, just up and down the field, up and down the back, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. You know, run to the bathroom, mm-hmm. run back, score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's going to do what he want to do, man. Tony Jones Jr., Notre Dame versus New Mexico. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, my excellent running back. For this week, I'm gonna go with Scotty Phillips against South uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he he came out of shell uh, yeah. this past week, and uh, you know actually did did like you know what I thought he was gonna do. 
what he should have did week one. Um, but you know, he actually came out and and showed that uh he 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 haven't lost a step. Uh, and so I think he's going to uh repeat that this week. So uh he's my excellent running back pick. I like it, man. I like it, man. Uh my wide receiver matchup, man, for my excellent fantasy matchup. I'm going with <clears throat> Randall St. Felix. South Florida had mm. hampered these first mm. two games by pretty decent defenses. They haven't had the opportunity to showcase this new offense with this new offensive coordinator. I think Blake Barnett and the guys come out firing on all cylinders. <clears throat> I think they come out guns a blazing. Randall St. Felix and all the rest of the mm-hmm. guys, but namely Randall St. Felix, I think he gets down in this game against the lowly Sacramento State boys that, you know, they're just coming to collect the check. And so <laughs> I think Randall St. Felix <laughs> is going to uh, – I think he's going to get down against Sacramento State. He's got about two games worth of touchdowns in him. I think he's going to go all over the field <laughs> this coming week. <laughs> I like I like it. Um <clears throat> Excellent wide receiver. <sighs> I, I was I was debating between a couple guys on this one, but I think I'm gonna roll with old uh, James Prochet versus Texas State. You know, Prochet started the season off pretty good this year. I mean, consistent like always. Um, and I'm just not really seeing him slowing down at all this week. Um, I think he got at least. You know, 120, 150 in a pair of touchdowns, maybe. But uh, got to roll with old James Prochet this week, my excellent wide receiver. All right, great, man. That does it for our starts, man. Let's roll with the sits on. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Hmm. Woo. My sit is <clears throat> quarterback. That's <laughs> good going to be uh, Mr. Freshman, uh, Frank Harris versus Army. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about Army earlier. Uh, I think they shut Frank Harris down this week. Uh, and saw what they did to Michigan. They had Michigan on the ropes, sweating, crying, and whining, and complaining, and all that stuff. Um uh, <laughs> Bucking and kicking and scratching and clawing, <laughs> but uh, I can see them going in there, making old Frank Harris just like, uh, man, wishing this game was over with early. Uh, you know, they're gonna control the clock. He's gonna have limited possessions, and uh, you know, it may be a a blowout. So I would sit Frank Harris against oh, wow. this week. That's a good one, man. My quarterback, man, I'm going with your guy, Cole McDonald, man. Cole, mm. Cole McDonald had a farm, mm. and on that farm, he will have some picks <laughs> against Washington. <laughs> Washington has a good secondary. Their secondary is always coached well by Chris Peterson. He's a DB coach, man. I think Washington – clings tightly to those wide receivers. My man Cedric Byrne Ward and all those guys out there. 
I think they're going to be wearing the jersey with them. And I think it's going to be hard for mm-hmm. Cole McDonald to do what he want to do. So, yeah, Cole McDonald, man, if you got Cole McDonald, you're going to have to sit him this week unless you want to lose. <laughs> hey, listen, he on my bench. Tell you that right now. Uh, running back running back to sit listen man a lot of guys this guy right here man is was probably some people's number one overall draft pick um but uh he's he's been struggling the first couple weeks and i think he's really gonna struggle this week i'm sitting Eno benjamin against michigan Mm, state i'm sitting him down uh, Michigan State stingy. They they've been dominant the first couple weeks, and uh, mm, Eno Benjamin. The answer is no. That's the week. answer. No. No. That's the answer. No, you ain't get. No. Don't look my way. Nope. Nope. Don't even listen. You, you, they're gonna hand you the ball, and when you get the ball, Michigan yeah. State gonna tell you no. They got that key. They are gonna shut this water off. Got the, you know how Miami mm-hmm. got that turnover chain. They got that water key over there. They gonna tell him. Yes, you're shaking it at him, looking at him while they hold, shaking it in the air. I like that man. My shaking running back it. man is Cam Akers <laughs> against Virginia. If Florida State has been playing these last couple games, man, this is not the team you want to be. You know, want to have in front of you in week three, the way that you've played the last couple of games, the way that you gave up a lead mm-hmm. in both of these, not pretty much gave up a lead in the second game, but you let a team come back, a team like Louisiana Monroe come back and almost beat you. If it wasn't, was it a missed extra point? I right. believe they were a mixed missed extra point from sending that game in the overtime. And who knows what would have happened because of what happened the previous mm-hmm. week. Uh, FSU, Florida State has shown the propensity to blow leads. So, yeah, I think Cam Akers, man, I think they run into a buzzsaw this week. I think they get caught again. And I think the the defense of Virginia oh. is going to really put it in the uh, Willie Taggart's team. Willie Taggart's seat is getting hotter as we speak. It's already mm-hmm. hot. It was hot after mm-hmm. Boise State, and it was hot last week after they let Louisiana Monroe come back. And they go, that fire is going to be hotter mm-hmm. <laughs> this week. <laughs> I don't I think he's going to make it through the Willie. season, man. I just don't. <laughs> oh, Willie. <laughs> Listen, my wide receiver, sit. Going old Rico Bussy against Cal. <laughs> listen, man, Cal, man, listen. Rico, we like you, but apparently uh, not. I picked him last week to sit him down. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we don't we don't like you, Rico. <laughs> Mr. Bussy, no love, no love, no love on this podcast. <laughs> Um, man, no love. Uh, you sitting down again this week, buddy. <laughs> hey, he should be well rested. <laughs> yeah. 
well rested. You gotta wait. Yeah. You gotta wait a couple weeks to get some. But uh, listen, man. Yeah, Kyle gonna shut him down, man. Kyle gonna shut him. They gonna be in that backfield with Mason Fine. Mason Fine gonna be running mm-hmm. for life, and uh, he ain't gonna have time to get the ball to Bussy. Man, they gonna be on him. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. Think, even, I wouldn't even waste my time starting Chris Brown in that game. But uh, that's another deal. My wide receiver <laughs> sit, man. I'm staying with the same game I had. Tamarion Terry, man. Mm-hmm. Scary mm-hmm. Terry is what they call him. He ain't going to be scary when they play mm-hmm. Virginia. I think, oh, uh, no. uh, that, that that corner, man, that All-American corner, that, they, that, that, that all-world corner that they got over there, Bryce, whatever his name is. I keep forgetting the guy's last name. This is College Fantasy Football Podcast, so we too much don't, you know, study defensive players' names. But um, the guy is good. The guy is really, really good. He's an NFL caliber corner. And uh, I think Virginia is going to mm-hmm. put the clamps on FSU and uh, Kendall Brown's offense. So, to Marion Terry, if you got him, you might want to sit him. All right, that does it for the yes. start and sit. We're moving on to the PAP, Potential Average Performance. My quarterback that I am looking to have a potential average performance is one of my players in our home. And I set mm. this guy last week, and I'm going to set him again this week because I don't like his matchup. Mm. Uh, but if you have him, you might want to put him in. But I'm telling you now, it's going to be an average performance. Nathan Rourke, Ohio Bobcats. Average <laughs> performance against Marshall, mm. the thundering herd, and that good defense, like I told Owens last week, to sit Rob Mahomes. Unfortunately, the guy got hurt. Mm-hmm. Before he got hurt, he was getting the business from Marshall. But Marshall has a good defense. Mm-hmm. I think they give Rourke all he want and all of what he don't want. So, yeah, potential average performance, Nathan Rourke. Nice, nice. <clears throat> um, Man, listen. I was debating on this one, um, and I could I can completely be wrong, man. Uh, but I'm gonna roll with Joe Burrow this week versus Northwestern State. Listen, this mm-hmm. is this is no, the reason why you. I'm saying. I got you. you come off you come off a big game against Texas. You just you know pretty much that was that was uh, one of your toughest games in the of the year of the season. Um. You, you, the talent level just, I mean, completely is like, I mean, I mean, drop so 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 far down. I mean, it's like, man, I mean, I, I think we're going to come out, Burrow play a, a, a quarter or two, and all the backups come in. So I, I think Burrow's uh, players will be limited this week. He'll probably play one, maybe two quarters. And he's gonna sit down, so you're not gonna get the full potential of uh, Joe Burrow this year. So I mean, this week. So I'm going to uh, say Burrow. Man, that does qualify as a PAP, no doubt about that. Man, I'm gonna go with Charles Williams. Man, um, the situation with Amani Rogers, man, needs to get fixed ASAP in Northwestern. Mm. 
is coming to town with that rugged defense mm-hmm. that they have. I don't think Charles is going to be able to do what he did the, the previous two games. I think he'll be severely hampered because he doesn't have any fishing right. passer that he can rely on as of right now. And so Northwestern is going to stack the box mm-hmm. and play downhill. But, you know, they should have superior athletes and superior defenders. I look for Northwestern to slow Charles Williams down, and Charles Williams is going to have a potential average performance. I like it. I like it. Uh, my wide receiver. Oh, I got to do my running back. Excuse me. My running back, uh, PAP. Um, I'm going to go with one of my guys, uh, CJ Verdeo versus uh, Montana. Mm. <laughs> Listen, last week, you know, Oregon, we just talk about how he just, just, uh, Scored so many points last week, and Verdeo had what a touchdown. He only played like one quarter. <laughs> I'm mad because I got him in the game. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, it's like, listen, and, you know, he had 11 carries for 60 yards, I mean, and a touchdown. So you know, all the rest of these other guys come in, backups everywhere, all over the place, come in the game. They just having fun with, with Nevada, just Man. running all over Nevada. And then, and, you know, Herbert, you throwing it all over. So, I mean, I think this is going to be another one of them games. I mean, I think, you know, he might play, Verdell might play a quarter again and sit down and – you know, so that's a, that's a potential average performance. I guess I like it. My PAP wide receiver, Brian Edwards, South Carolina versus Alabama. Uh, this is one mm. of many of his his the, the games on his schedule. South Carolina has such a hard schedule, unfortunately for Mister Brian Edwards. Right. Man, that's tough because he's a great wide receiver. Dude is good, but he lost his starting. Back, Ryan Halinski mm-hmm. yes, uh, came in, and as you stated last week, it did not look like a drop off. But you got Alabama coming in, and uh, I just don't like the matchup for Mr. Edwards. You know, if they do score, it'll more than likely be him. That's why I'm making it a potential average performance from Brian Edwards against Alabama. Poor Ryan. I feel sorry for Helensky. He just he's gonna be running <laughs> like a chicken mm-hmm. with his head cut off in that game. Oh man. My um PAP wide receiver, mm. uh, yo boy, Cedric Bird. Cedric Bird, Cedric Boyd, Boyd. <laughs> versus <In> Washington. Midnight <laughs> Falcons. In the Midnight Falcons. Yeah. Cedric, you the man, but uh you got to sit down this week against Washington boys ain't Ain't playing. The boy's gonna be wearing your jersey with you, man. You slot runner, that dude gonna be running the slot route with Dude's you. You right there with you. <laughs> Doo man. Man, you gonna have your first whatever your first number is, man, he gonna be wearing I your think second. It's six or something. Man. Oh, it's six, well, they're gonna add one. Then you're gonna add one this this week. <laughs> 
You're going to be 16. You're going to be the one. You're going to be the (laughs) Man, listen. That does it for our Start, (laughs) Sit, and PAP segment for this week's edition. Man, we are... We 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 have arrived on to my favorite part of the podcast, my favorite segment. This is a popular one. We get comments Uh-oh. on this one. Uh oh. So this is this is a popular Uh-oh. segment, man. I'm ready to kick this off. You ready to kick this off? I got a I'm couple of them, man. And so we're gonna we're gonna let our friends sing for us, and you're gonna kick it off as you normally do. Let's do it. And I was shown off. Come on, Owens. I wish, I wish, I wish. <laughs> Derek Mason. <laughs> Coach Mason. Listen, quit lying. You just, you just lying. You lied to us, Coach. You said before the season that you was going to hand the ball off to my man, uh, Bond, you gonna break T-shirts? Bond is getting it. Bond is getting it. Listen, the first kick, Bond, Bond get the kick. He'll get the ball. Uh, first down. He'll run for five yards. Second and five pass incomplete. Third and third and five pass incomplete punt. Next series, Bond get the ball. First carry, seven yards. Second down and three. Pass incomplete. Third. Third down. And three. Pass incomplete. Punt. Listen. You got the commentators saying. Just settle down get up out of bond. They haven't stopped him yet. Get up out of bond. And what do you do? Continue to try to pass the ball <laughs> and keep punting. Just quit lying to us. Stop lying. And get up out of bond. I wish... Chad Morris. Chad Morris, will you please pick a dude and roll? All of this back and forth stuff. <laughs> this stuff is for the birds, man. And let me give you a hint. It's not Ben Hicks. Stop rolling with Ben Hicks. Stop rolling Ben Hicks out there on the field expecting a different outcome different than mediocrity. The mediocre outcome you've been getting from Hicks. <laughs> Guys played college football for eight years. Nothing is going to change. I wish Chad Morris. I wish Chad Morris would stop with the stubbornness and ride with the right guy, man. You know who that is? Nick Starkle, man. Nick Starkle. Yes, sir. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You know, I'm gonna let you go ahead. Because uh, I don't have another I wish. I got another one. And neither one of these got to do with players that I own. I'm just tired of dealing with it. My second one, mm. PJ Fleck. I wish 
PJ Fleck will stop trying to make something work that would eventually bite you in your butt. I'm talking about the Minnesota running back situation. Listen, Rodney Smith is 87 years old. Muhammad Ibrahim showed you all you needed to see last year in regards to your course running back stud. Yes. Smith, listen, against yes. Fresno State, Smith averaged 2.8 yards per carry. 2.8 yards per yes. carry. Okay, Fresno is a good defense. We know that. Good defensive football team. But Mohammed, 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 let me get my speech right. right. Mohammed. Mohammed. Yeah. Mohammed. <laughs> 5.2 yards per carry against this same team. And he had less carries. Mm-hmm. More yards, less carries. He did more with less. Clearly, he's the guy. Clearly, he's the best running back. PJ right. Fleck, man, you over there in your sweater, zipped all up, up your neck. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen. Stop running Rodney Smith out there. Smith is 137 years old, man. That's why he keep getting hurt every year. Stop running him out there, man. Let Mohammed Ibrahim carry the workload. I don't even got Mohammed. I don't got Mohammed. That's my dude. But I'm tired of looking at the situation, yes. man. I just hate running back by committees. All fantasy guys hate running back by committees. And these coaches, man, they keep wanting to roll with it. And, you know, they be in these tight games with these teams they shouldn't be in tight games with. And they're wondering what's wrong is because nobody can get in a consistent flow. You know what I mean? For you to even keep a drive going, sustain a drive going. You got two great wide receivers out there. One of them ain't getting it because I don't know if they rolling coverage to his side, double coverage, you know, double covering him. But you got Tyler Johnson on the other side. He's getting down. Okay, I, I, I can understand if that's the situation with the running backs. But it's not. So, P.J. Fleck, right. stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> All right, man, that's it for the I Wish segment, man. I had an opportunity to blow off some steam, man. I feel good about that. I feel good, too. Man, listen, we got a new segment for these guys, man, called Stashing or Trashing. Stashing or trash. We're going to pick two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, a stash and a trash. I'm going to go first with the stash and trash. This brand new segment. Stash and trash. Quarterback that I'm stashing, Elijah Sindelar from Purdue. Look, my man Sindelar is on fire. Yes, he is. Listen, man. Through two games, man. Sixty-five percent of his passes. This is this is the weird thing. He has attempted and completed the exact amount in both games. He has attempted oh. fifty-two passes in the first and second game, and he has completed thirty-four of those passes in the first and second game. Sixty-five percent. First game he mm-hmm. threw for four twenty-three. Second game, he threw for 509. Dude got nine touchdowns and three three picks in two games. Dude is on fire, man. I got a stashing on. I got a stashing. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, stashing, too. Go ahead, man. Okay, listen. 
My quarterback, I'm stashing. It's going to be uh, Dan Ellington from Georgia State. Uh-oh. Like it. Uh, I like oh, 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 Ellington. You know, played against Tennessee week one. Mm-hmm. Come up with, with, with a shocker, upset. Uh, 11 for 24, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. No picks. He ran the ball 14 times, 61 yards, and a touchdown. He did have a fumble, um, but they came away with the upset victory over Tennessee. And then last week against Furman, he just goes ballistic. I mean, 29 for 37, 362 yards, and five touchdowns. No picks. Uh, 15 carries for 86 yards. And uh, they snuck away with that game. But uh, the guy is putting up numbers, man, like like fantasy numbers that you want from a quarterback. So I think I'm going to tuck old Dan Ellington away, and I'm going to stash him. I like it, man. My QB that I'm on trash, man. <laughs> Stephen Johnson. <laughs> Cephas Johnson, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get rid of my man Cephas Johnson. If you, first of all, if your name is Cephas, you can't be playing like this, man. <laughs> Listen, against against Nebraska, a much better opponent. Dude looked good. He didn't look great, but he looked good. Two touchdowns, two picks. Okay, this is against mm-hmm. Nebraska at Lincoln. I don't know how many consecutive sellouts that they have. You know, 19 for 34, 55% of his passes, 231. Not the greatest completion percentage, but it's Nebraska. I understand that. You know, it's the first game of the season. You got to get the jitters out. He even had a rushing touchdown in that game. Okay, on to the next game. Jackson State. Mm. 11 of 18, 120 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Mm. Dude went backwards. Right. Cephas. If your name is Cephas, you got to play better than this, man. You got to play better than this. Cephas Johnson. Man, I got to track my man, Cephas Johnson. Go ahead, Owens. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. Quarterback I'm trashing this week. That's a familiar one. Jamar Smith. Louisiana mm. Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay, week one came out against Texas. 34 for 51, 331 and 2 with a pick. All right. I said, okay. You know, you've, you've been known to me as being an inconsistent quarterback, you know, throughout our fantasy uh, league over here, you know, looking at you sideways because, you know, you can't be trusted. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that game thinking, okay, well, maybe uh, well, Smith is on the upside. Maybe he's going, you know, maybe he's going to. Prove me wrong this year. Okay. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm watching next week against Grambling. He should tag Grambling up if he did Texas like this. Um, you know, Grambling marks on the field, and uh, this is Mark Smith, 17 for 25, 220, and a touchdown. Eight carries for 25 yards. Um, listen. You're just as inconsistent as I thought you were. <laughs> true, true to your name, Mr. Inconsistency. True to your name. That's who you are. Uh, the truth came out, and uh, I'm going to trash you this week. Mm. Mm. I like it, man. I like it. Look, man, my running back that I'm stashing 
mm. Kyle Porter mm. from Houston, from Houston, Houston, from Houston. Like Listen, like man, Kyle Porter. This is a brand new system. This is not uh, what is it, Major Applewhite system or the other guy. This is not that system, man. This is. Uh, Dana Hogerson system where he's not afraid to run the ball so you right. don't have to worry about King being the run game right. Kyle Porter I think has submitted himself as a viable option as a as a go-to guy in the backfield 14 carries against OU 19 carries against Prairie View A&M 19 for 120 in a touchdown mm-hmm. 18 fantasy points in the standard league mm-hmm. hey man Kyle Porter transferred from Texas He's no longer a Longhorn, so I don't feel like I need to wash my mouth out. <laughs> Kyle Porter from Houston, from Houston, Houston. I'm stashing. I'm stashing him. I like it. I like it. Quarterback. I mean, a running back that I'm going to stash this week. Oh, Josh Johnson, Louisiana Monroe. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this guy, man. Uh, Week one against Grambling, 10 carries, 173 yards, and two touchdowns. You're thinking, woo he told Grambling up on 10 carries. Man, but I don't, I don't believe it. Uh, you know, it's Grambling. I don't know. And so all he did was come back, to, you know, this past week against Florida State, 26 carries, 126 yards, and a touchdown. You go, ah, this guy. This guy might be the real deal. Now he done he done proved himself two weeks in a row. So uh, uh once again I'm gonna grab old Josh Johnson, I'm gonna tuck him away, and I'm gonna stash him. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Listen, man, the running back that I am going to trash. <laughs> running back that I'm gonna trash, man, is Hassan Hall, Louisville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like it. This guy was supposed to be the bell cow in this new Eli, not Eli Drinkwitz, but this new uh, Scott Satterfield offense because Scott Satterfield usually goes with one running back. That's his history. He likes that bell cow. And everybody thought it was Hassan Hall. I thought it was Hassan Hall. Uh, they, uh, Louisville comes out in the game against Notre Dame. Hassan Hall's not the guy in the backfield. Is this little freshman wearing number 10, Javian Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Okay, guy gets the ball, looks real quick, got a little twitch to him. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, this guy is breaking big runs all over the field. So Hassan Hall's really hadn't Hassan Hall really hadn't, you know, sniffed the field, so to speak. Since so Hawkins has been doing his thing. He had 11 carries in the first game against Notre Dame, which isn't bad. Right. Then he had 15 carries against Eastern Kentucky, but Hall, I think Hawkins has taken over that backfield. And I think Hassan Hall is an afterthought right now. So I'm going to have to trash Mr. Hall. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. Uh, Running back, and I'm trashing this week. Connor Haywood from Michigan State. Mm. You know, it seemed like uh, Haywood been there for, you know, his full four years, like his five years. Uh, <laughs> six, seven, but anyway, keep going. It just seemed like he just—I mean, he can't get can't get right. That's what I'm gonna call him. Kind of hate can't him. get right. Can't, can't get right, baby. Can't get right, man. 
you should have been the starter by now. You know, somewhere down down the road. My gosh, when you got these newbies coming in, you know, taking over, and and, and so uh, if I'm a Connor Haywood owner, I'm, I'm I'm dumping this dude. Actually, I'd have been dumped him, but I mean, you know, some people want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And, and uh, week one, like I said, week one, he did, you know, he showed up a little bit, little bit. Um, but, you know, wouldn't have been on my team. But anyways, uh, I'm dumping Connor Haywood, Hayward, trash. Mm, I got you, man. I got you. My wide receiver that I'm stashing. Mm. This is completely off the radar and off the cuff, man. This is, this is, uh. Some guys are going to hear this and look at me sideways when I say this, but I'm saying it anyway. So hear me out. Let me explain myself. This wide receiver stash is coming from the University of Wisconsin. You say a wide receiver in in Wisconsin? When have you ever used those two terms in the sentence together? Unless you're saying Wisconsin don't have wide receivers. Listen, Quintez Cephas, the guy, there's another Cephas. Mm -hmm. This guy has a little bit about him, man. Um, Of course, some off the field stuff, too, but we won't get into that. He just been reinstated not too long ago, man. Quintez Cephas, Wisconsin is not the traditional throw-it-around team. They throw it just because, you know what I mean, they don't want to – (laughs) <laughs> have to run it 80 times a game, which they probably would if they could, mm-hmm. if they could get away mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But but they've got a decent quarterback back there with decent quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And Quintez Stephens, man, his first game, it was old, eh, three catches, 39 yards. Eh. But he comes out against Central Michigan, six catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns. So what you see is you see the potential to be – and, uh, you know, uh, to 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 be of assistance to the running game in Jonathan Taylor. So he becomes a vital piece to the Wisconsin offense because they have Michigan coming up. They have Northwestern is always tough. They have Michigan State. They have Ohio State. They have Iowa. All those teams are going to be settled in on stopping Jonathan Taylor, which will give Quintez Cephas – room to move about. He's going to have to beat some single coverages. And for that reason, because all eyes will be on Jonathan Taylor, I think Quintez Cephas may be a guy we need to stash because he's already shown the potential. Six catches, 130 and two. Hey, man, I'm stashing Quintez Cephas. I like it. I like it. All right, partner, listen. Um, this, this pick here, uh, wide receiver that I'm going to, that I'm stashing. I'm not personally stashing. I will never stash, um, a pick like this, but, um, it's for the listeners out there. It's for the listeners. It's for the listeners out there. Everybody know I'm an OU fan. Sooner. Boomer sooner. Um, but this pick Mm. right here, the guy, Mm. for for the listeners out there that I'm stashing, Mm. Devin. Mm. Uh, the Vernier is how you, I guess that's how you pronounce the guy's name from Texas. Duvernay. Duvernay. Yeah. Oh, oh, Devin. Duvernay. Listen. Um, 
I'll never own a share of him, but uh, you guys out there, you know, for you guys out there, I just want to make that clear, you guys out there. Uh, <laughs> for, for, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to do it immediately, so we we done. Uh, <laughs> soap, everything. I mean, I'm, listen, body wash, I'm putting it in my, <laughs> my mouth. Man. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep uh, in my mouth. Peroxide out. Anyways, uh, Duvernay, first game, nine catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Nice against Louisiana Tech. Last week, against LSU, went off, 12 catches, 154 yards, and two touchdowns. And uh, mm-hmm. listen, man, everybody looking at old Johnson over there, man. Y'all need to be looking at Duvernay. This guy's uh, making, yeah, man, making big spot. plays, man, for y'all. So, I mean, uh, if – I was uh, want to pick up somebody, and, and if I wasn't so uh, biased about this team, uh, I would have me a share. I would stash uh, Duvernay. But uh, but for you guys out Man. there, I'm saying you guys out there, go stashing. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have to eat a I'm gonna have to eat a whole <laughs> box of bacon soda. <laughs> Fry, just powder. <laughs> Listen, man. Wide receiver that I am trashing. It's not a wide receiver. It's a wide receiver group that I'm trashing. The entire wide receiver core from Washington State. I'm trashing all y'all. Every last one of y'all jokes. Esop. Martin. Desmond. They got a Martin. Yeah, Tay Martin, <laughs> Bell. Oh, they got a new sucker that came in there. Arcanado. Him. He in there. They freshman Fisher. Man, they like the they hey man, they like the little game at the Chuck E. Cheese where you hit the little heads, they yeah. pop up and you hit them. That's these suckers right here, man. Every game, one of them poking their head up and they go away. They poke their head up and they gonna do this stuff all season, man. I'm st- trashing all these suckers. You ain't finna get me. You ain't finna uh, swindle me into picking one of y'all up in the game I put y'all in. It'd be the game he don't go to y'all at all. He like the other dude that night. Nah, I'm trashing all y'all suckers. He got me last year. (laughs) Yeah, they will get you because they want to throw it to 11 different dudes. Texas Mm, Tech is starting that crap right now, man. Man, That's that's my... Give me started. You man. just you just right, tapped into ahead. my my trash dude. Listen, when you just okay. said that, oh, my, listen, my my trash wide receiver McLean Mannix from Texas Tech. <laughs> 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 I listen, man, you know, I told you when you said that, I'm yeah, he on the money. Listen, man, the guy is he's he's a good wide receiver. I can't take that away from him personally, but you at Texas Tech, you just not you just not getting it. You're not getting it. Um, I don't know if it's the system that the system or what, but don't look like you fit in over there as of now. Um, total, what's that? Total of six catches and uh, about seventy yards and a touchdown in two games. Nah, nah, I'm trashing you. Uh, that ain't that's no mm-hmm. fantasy value in uh, McLean Mannix at all. So I would trash him immediately. 
I got you, man. Well, we've come to the end of this episode. It was a great episode. Had a lot of fun, as I always do. Man, I have nothing more to say, man. We got to get this thing edited and published. Edited and published. Hope you guys love the content that we're pushing. Hey, man, hit us up on Twitter at CFF Nation. That's the uh, Sooner Nation CFF Twitter page. Uh, at CFF Nation is the handle. You can hit us up, give us a shout, ask questions, give us mm-hmm. a follow, show us some love. Or you can email us at sooner.nation at yahoo.com if you won't have any questions about college fantasy football, how to get into it, uh, anything about it. We'll be happy to answer questions. We'll be happy to interact with you. Yes. Thanks to everybody for showing yes. the love, for liking, for sharing, for retweeting or whatever. Thank you, everybody, for all that good old stuff, I man. Orange, you got anything? anything. Um, it was just once again, it was, it was always fun, you know, doing these podcasts, man, uh, sharing a uh, little knowledge, a little insight. And uh, hopefully uh, we're helping some people uh, win some uh, college football fantasy uh, games this this year so far so um we will try to continue to do that and push this content uh, we just want to tell you thanks again for tuning in that is what we want to do we're aiming to please with that being said Peace. we're out